0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News Pod and live views of SpaceX Starbase. Ship 20, Booster 4, we got Hoppy, we got other booster there too. Pad B is where Starship SN20, Ship 20 is at right now. They have six Raptor engines on that thing. Regular Raptors and Rvax. And possibly, possibly we're gonna do some more testing down at Starbase next week. Coming up in the next few days, we have some road closures between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. So Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week, SpaceX may be doing some more testing on Starship possible testing on booster, or they may be moving some heavy equipment from the production facility to the launch facility. We're not quite sure exactly what they're going to be doing next week, but we're going to be staying tuned and uh, have this feed going during those times so we can have a a live feed of that for everybody. So Monday from 10 a.m., that's central time, till six o'clock PM central time. So that's a long time. That's eight hours of time that they will be doing something, not exactly sure what, but they'll be doing something down there at Starbase, and you never know what they're going to be doing. Uh, you can kind of get, you can kind of have a guess, you know, what's going on. They could be doing pressure tests could be doing more, uh, tests with, uh, the launch platform they could be doing you know the OLM purge like they did the other day that was pretty cool could be doing you know catch arm tests mechazilla tests and you know they have to have a they have to get a lot of stuff done before they launch this thing i mean spacex's starship is with full stack is 400 feet tall. It's about 30 meters around or 30 feet around. So it is absolutely massive and they have to take their time and do it properly or things just, they're not going to work. And even though Elon has always said, you know, uh, we'll be ready in two weeks. (laughs) That's Elon time. That's Elon time. We'll be ready in two weeks. Ship will be ready in two weeks. Well, you know, the, I think he's, you know, when he says those things, he's kind of memeing himself and kind of goofing off because the, uh, the two weeks thing has been his thing for years or two months, even has been a thing Whereas two weeks. It's an engineering thing. We'll get this done in two weeks and then it takes months to get it done. So we'll see, we'll see what's happening, but yeah, I'm the the 8-hour the test window is a it's a big big window for testing so they could be doing a bunch of stuff. I mean, could they be doing another possible static fire of starship? They could. I mean, there's no reason not to other than it takes time away from them building other things because they've already had a full static fire a successful static fire test. Um Felix is here. Yeah, I saw that. The what about a crew was here. That's pretty awesome. You did a live stream. Uh, I think it was earlier today, right? It's a beautiful day today, too. It's like 60 some degrees today. 66 right now. So, yeah, what a beautiful day to be down there. I still have to heal up my uh my ankle's still messed up a little bit, but it's getting better every day. And luckily, um You know, luckily I'm in a good spot where I can, where I can, um, take care of myself and continue doing this from my home, which is really nice, but I really want to get back down to Starbase. So, and I've, I'm only like 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes from there. So, you know, not too far, but the bad thing is it's my right ankle and my right ankle is my gas and brake ankle, you know? (laughs) so it's like well that's not cool i can't drive down to starbase and it's fine like i'm okay just being here right now and doing this for a while because this is what i this is what i was doing for years so i'm totally cool with that even though i'm in brownsville and i'm close by spacex and starbase will be there when i when i get back healthy and i have to be as healthy as possible i can't push it because then you impede your healing for whatever, weeks, possibly a month, another month. And that's not good. So the, uh, just got to take it easy, man. That's pretty much it at this point. Nothing wrong with setting a goal, even though, you know, it's not possible. Trying is where it all starts. Yeah, exactly. You got to go for it. That's why I moved down here. That's why I moved to Brownsville because man, um, you got, you got to set your goals high. And you got to just, you got to go for it if you don't set those goals. And if you don't set yourself up for success, there's no success in your future. So that's why when I was doing this up in New York and I was doing something similar to this and I was doing the daily shows, that's cool. But of course I always want more. <laughs> is your ankle in a cast? No, Michael, it's not. Um, it is. It's healing up though. It's healing up. It was an acute sprain. So sometimes acute sprains take months to heal. And luckily, you know, I'm in about the one month range right now. So and it's, it, it's getting better every day. So it's just been wrapped up, um, you know, compression, ice, elevation, all that normal stuff, rested up, don't walk on it kind of thing. I got crutches so I can hobble around my house. I got a cane. So hope you're happy in Brownsville, Kevin. Uh, Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I am happy here. I think it's cool here. It's a great little town, man. It's a great little town. So where I came from in New York, there was literally nothing. I was out in the middle of nowhere. I was out in the middle of a state forest, basically. Absolutely beautiful spot up there rolling hills, trees, valleys, wildlife streams, lakes, rivers, you know, all the, all the stuff that you see in, um, you know, like a Rockwell painting or something. That's where I lived. Those little cabins, you know, there's ski resorts, stuff like that. And, um, then moving down to here. <laughs> it was a big change. It is flat. It's flat with like sand everywhere. There's palm trees. And it it's beautiful. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Um one hand on the camera and one on a crutch. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's what I get. I mean I could use the tripod. The tripod's pretty steady. Maybe I could use that as my I could just lean on it. Uh where's this camera located? This is on the Sapphire Hotel on uh on the island, so it's about five and a half miles away. We also have the uh, wide cam, which is this one right here,
1: which shows the whole facility.
0: This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos and you get unlimited computer backup for macs and pcs for just seven dollars a month you can back up your own documents photos videos drawings projects all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app and you can access the files on your mobile too ios android apps all covered and this is the cool part this is my favorite part you can restore it by mail a hard drive will come to your house With all your data shipped to your door, it could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month you can increase your retention history to one year and i use it for all of my video files It comes in super handy so seven dollars plus two dollars nine dollars a month and you get everything backed up ease of mind for up to a year and if you use the url backblaze.com slash elon you get a fully featured 15 day no credit card required free trial. Check it out, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times, back your stuff up. It's recommended by The New York Times, Inc, Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, Nightlife to Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the Nasdaq stock exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and is really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com Elon. Backblaze.com Elon. Backblaze.com Elon. You have an extra walker if I need it. Uh, no, I'm okay. Thank you, though. Thank you, though. My crutches work totally fine because I don't have a lot of Like, I don't have a lot of, um, space to go to, you know, like I just have my, my little apartment here. I really do appreciate though. That's awesome. Yellowstone's on Volcano Watch. Really? Oh, that's not good. Isn't that a gigantic? Um, isn't that a gigantic volcano at Yellowstone?
1: I'm not very familiar with Yellowstone's volcano status at this point. Yellowstone's huge though, right?
0: <clears throat> isn't it like, isn't it like a couple of states big? I have I think I went to Yellowstone when I was a teenager.
1: Yeah, I think I did.
0: Felix was over by the tank farm. He's at the beach now with the wife and kids. The cool thing is the tank farm, you see the tank farm on the left side. Uh, You literally just drive like half a mile down the road. And you're at the beach. Like literally, this is the coolest thing ever. Like when I, so the first time I went to Starbase and every time I go there, I'm just like, what is, what is going on here? So you drive past, you see the, the tank farm on the left there. You just keep driving past that and the uh the beach is literally like half a mile down the road you can't you shouldn't drive on the beach mainly because if you get stuck it's a pain to get you out um and if you don't have the right kind of um vehicle then right freight kind of tires etc then you're going to get stuck i've seen three or four trucks get stuck on the beach, like in the sand and they kind of just look around and they're like, Oh, I had to help one guy, actually him and his buddy were coming down for spring break or some break, uh, (laughs) spring break, uh, fall break. And they were, they brought their bikes and they were going to go to the beach and it was going to be like one of their best, like fun times. I could see it. I could hear them because they were, they were near me at the, uh, at the production facility up the road and I was filming and they were talking across the street about what they're going to be doing and like how many, you know, how many places they are going to go to party and all this stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go down to the beach because we just saw this and then they headed down to the beach. I came down here to the launch site and I drove down to the beach because I was going to get a shot from the beach of Starship. And those guys drove past me Drove it like, and I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it is the most absurd thing you could do when you go to the, when you go to the beach and there's a bunch of sand around is like the biggest mistake you can make is drive into deep sand. So these guys just like head for like blasted into the deepest sand with there's tire tracks and everything. And, uh, they just got stuck like almost immediately the front of their truck got in and barely the back tires got in and they were just completely stuck. So the beach is, uh, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. There's miles of beaches. Like you could just walk for miles and there's barely anybody there ever. It's amazing. I love it there. So (laughs) <laughs> so yeah hopefully felix didn't get stuck in the sand that's all i'm saying i'm sure he's fine though uh super volcano okay we don't want Yellowstone still to erupt would be devastating for most of the u.s that is not good yeah uh is it true that china is launching at least two rockets a week they are launching a lot of rockets
1: and they do have some upcoming
0: launches. Let me see if I can find those for you. There's a Soyuz going up soon, arian Space, uh, a couple Soyuz going up. There's a Falcon 9 December 9th actually. Uh the IXPE, the Imaging X-ray Polarimetry Explorer uh going up from Kennedy Space Center. There's a new Shepard launch coming up too for Blue Origin. So These are, uh,
1: those are some new ones coming up from, uh, other providers,
0: but yeah, they're launching a bunch of rockets and the thing is they don't really announce them that much. So yeah, it's, uh, (laughs) it's a, uh, it's kind of, it's almost difficult
1: to get to them, to see them. But there are a bunch.
0: Uh, there's one coming up in on December sixth for China. There is another one. Uh, let's see at the Akwen Space Center Satellite Launch Center in China. There's another one coming up. Uh, I think it's a little bit later this year yeah there's one in another one december 22nd long march 7a uh december 22nd at 10 30 utc and then there's another one uh in De- another one in december and a possible one more in december so they're launching a bunch <laughs> like like maybe four launches by the end of this year China is building the space station and then making their move to lunar. I think so too. And then they'll make their move to Mars. Chinese are moving very fast. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think it's great to have competition. Who's going to get to Mars first. That's the thing. Who gets to Mars first because we can get back to the moon, you know, in the next couple of years, China's just going to go crazy and launch everybody to the moon. It seems like they're, they're heading towards just going rapid fire pace as fast as possible. Building these rockets that are uh, or not building the rockets, but building a space station, I should say, that's going to house a bunch of people. And then they get the information from that, of course. And of course, NASA shares all their information as well, but Uh, getting their own information from their own space station is super important, especially if they're going to be sending people to the moon. What if they have a moon base? We have a moon base, you know, is it competition or domination? I don't know. That's the other thing. Uh, We did the same thing with Russia, right? Was that competition or was that domination? Do we need to dominate? Do we need to dominate space? Do we need to dominate the moon in order to be more effective? I mean, we did, we did the moon landings for military purposes, department of defense stuff. Is it a threat? Oh, that's the other thing. Is it a threat? We don't know so far. We haven't seen anything as far as a threat goes as, as far as I know, I haven't seen anything that would be considered a threat from China, other than that they're building at a rapid pace. Think China's space program will uh, cause Congress to up the funding? That's possible, John. Totally possible. I mean, fear is the biggest uh, progressor. You know, when you when you show somebody that another another country is going to be better than you, then like we can't be beat like that, that's an, like you know you think about it it's super competitive we don't want them to have the high ground we don't want anybody to have the high ground and i'm talking as a us citizen here you don't want anybody to have the high ground in no more than you do and have the ability to do things that you can't do cuz then you're behind so competition sure but also uh you know is it a threat possible china steals foreign tech and uses it as its own yeah they've been known to do that they have been known it. And you can't do anything about it you know uh, we have no sanctions you know that'll stop them from doing things like that they're making a falcon 9 clone, so to speak. See them try that. And maybe they'll get it done. I don't know. It's possible.
1: but also what is the advantage of having a, a propelled landing on a vehicle like that? they save a bunch of money per launch. I mean, do they, do they care that much about it? I'm not sure. So we'll see what they do in the next year or so. I think they're gonna be making a lot of progress on their space station. Possible
0: progress on a moon landing. If they get to the moon before um the US gets back to the moon, Congress is going to up NASA's game. There's no way. I wouldn't give it more funding. And especially at this point, NASA should be using that as a kind of a, a talking point. Okay. Like, hey, do you want us to get to the moon? We need more money. Do you want us to get to the moon faster? We need to build more stuff. Can you see Elon's influence in Brownsville and how does the community react? Kevin, that's an amazing question. Um, yes. So the answer to your question is, um, I can see, I can see some influence. I've only been here a short time though, so I can just tell you what I know. Um, as far as I know, most people are okay with it, with, um, Elon and SpaceX and everything. A lot of people that I met in regular, just normal day life, when you go to the store or whatever, um, you know, you talk to the talk to the checkout person, and they, you know, it's a conversation. Um. You know they'll they'll um. They'll talk about whatever you know, like oh hey how are you doing today and you know what's going on or whatever and um. Most people that I've talked to have been really kind of either, oh, it's cool what he's doing, you know, what they're doing down there at Starbase, or they have no clue what's going on.
1: Literally, they have no clue what's going on.
0: And um, yeah, it's, it's weird knowing, like me being such a big fan of space flight, and then talking to people who have absolutely no idea that they're building rockets down there, like there was, I went to get a hotspot so I could stream from Starbase. This is a great example. went to AT&T to get a hotspot and the person that was checking me out, she said, she said, oh yeah, you know, like, uh, are you gonna use this in your home? And I was like, well, I gotta ask you actually, like what's the coverage down at Boca Chica Beach in that area because I'm gonna be street live streaming from Starbase at SpaceX. And I would like to know the coverage. And do you have like a, a legit coverage map, not like, you know, something that the corporate puts out and like makes it seem cooler, you know, like make it seem better? And she's like, Oh yeah, we do, totally. Let, let me bring that up for you. And she's like, You're stream live streaming from SpaceX? And I was like, Oh yeah, you know, that's what I'm gonna be doing this with, or what I'm gonna be doing with this. She said, Oh, cool. I haven't been down there yet. I was like, Really? Okay. Um, I was like, so you should definitely go down there. It's amazing. You have to see these rockets that they're building. And I was like, and if you have kids, this is one of the best things you can do for them is to bring them down there because this is literally, they're literally building rockets that are going to send people to Mars and you'll be one of the first people to see these rockets. And she was like, Whoa, (laughs) like mind blown. She's like, I'm going to go this weekend. Cause I didn't even know they were doing that down there. I thought they were just building like missiles and stuff. And I was like, nope, they're building literally rockets that are going to send people across the solar system. And she was like, that's crazy. Okay. I got to go. So she's going to pack up her. She was going to pack up her family and go that weekend. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of neat that as much as I'm into this stuff, like normal everyday people don't know anything that's going on with the starship thing. Um, and th- they live 20 minutes away. You know, they're 20 minutes, 30 minutes away from this. It's like knowing that NASA exists when you live in Orlando. You know, well Orlando's a little bit farther away, but you know, if you're in Orlando and you're like, oh, NASA builds rockets here? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. But then again, space, you know, Starship's an experimental program and Uh, it's not very, not very public, you know, but there are, there signs in Brownsville that, you know, say come live in Brownsville, the, uh, future home of Martians or something like that. So I've seen those. So that shows that, um, the city's behind it. Uh, I know the mayor has talked a bunch, um, about SpaceX and Elon, how much money he's brought in as far as as far as, uh, taxes and all that goes very, very excited about it. (laughs) Tell her that SpaceX, uh, Starbase Boca Chica is not an amusement park. Oh, I did. I totally did. I explained everything to her. Um, you know, where you got to park and don't go into the facility. I was like, it's a private facility. So you could drive by park across the street. Don't use the porta potty you know, that whole thing. Don't get in the way. It's a, it's a legit, and I told her, it's a legit construction facility, so be careful. But, you know, it's, it really isn't not even close to an amusement park. Seems impossible. Dude, Paul, when I, when I heard her say that, she was like, I, I, was, I almost was like, what the? And then I realized that not everybody cares about the same stuff we care about. so it's kind of it's kind of crazy uh unknown era, great except for retired folks who can't pay property tax uh, property tax should be illegal it means we're just renting you don't own the land
1: wait what i'm confused
0: uh, it's amazing that the era of information boast People seem less informed sometimes, but also some people, some people aren't interested in the same things. It'd be like me not knowing anything about anime. Like, I don't know anything about anime. I've never, I've never had an interest in it, you know, it never really sparked my interest. So some people are just not into things, but it seems like sometimes people, you know, uh, there's also so many hours in a day and so many minutes in a day you can research things so i i'm one of those people that is you know i'm just going to focus on the things that i like everything else cool you know do your thing but i might not be the most interested in it so i might not take my time to do it so i get that though most of the homes in boca chica are rented not owned yeah i'm not sure about that stat i live uh I'm renting right now. So I don't own a house here. I like my place. It's cool. I enjoy it. And Raymond, I got your message, uh, but I'm all taken care of. Thank you. I appreciate it though. With the ankle thing. Everyone knows who Elon is and also know about Falcon 9, but not many know about Starship or Starbase. Yeah, Kevin, it's a, it's a sort of a, so there's the broader broader thing of space exploration that people are like, "Ooh, neat. We're going to have an eclipse." You know, and that makes the news, right? So, you know, something a celestial event like that, an eclipse. Everybody can see the moon. Everyone can see the sun. That's cool. But you see a rocket launch in real life? You have to go to Florida. You have to go to California. You have to go possibly now to Texas at Starbase. So you have to travel to those things. They don't really make the news because it's nothing really new. You know, when Falcon 9 took Bob and Doug up to the space station, that was a big deal. Because we're finally getting ourselves off Russian rockets, but the uh Other than that, people are kind of like, they're kind of desensitized to that kind of stuff, to rocket flights. That's what it seems like. But if, if there's an asteroid that's going to be between the moon and the earth or something like that, you know, a meteor, something, you know, anything that's in the sky that might look different. People are interested in that, but you take them, take them down this rabbit hole of like, do you know what a Falcon nine is? And they're like, no idea it's like, all right, well, that's the rocket that sent Bob and Doug up. Remember Bob and Doug? And they're like, who? And then you say, oh, that rocket that sent the astronauts back to the space station from U.S. soil on a U.S. rocket with U.S. astronauts. They might know that, you know, and then you say, yeah, that's the rocket that sent them there. They'll be like, oh, okay. But they won't know what a couple, like two stage rocket is. They won't know what a crew capsule is or what a crew dragon is.
1: So something like Starship and Starbase only really hardcore nerds like us really care.
0: Uh, When Starship starts flying, I can envision Starship launch from Starbase. Uh, Yeah, Kennedy and VAB. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if VAB... Has the facilities yet, but they they I don't know, I don't know if they're really built up, but
1: I can see it eventually, yeah but Kennedy yeah, Kennedy Space Center totally
0: eighty five million on a Russian rocket per seat versus fifty million per seat on Falcon and falcon yeah super cheap in comparison so yeah of course like it's amazing how how many people still still there's people that are on it's kind of weird because you can pick your kind of pick your team still with these uh with launches and things people there's still haters for spacex out there and what they've done you know, there's, oh, they're a flash in the pan. They've only been around 10 years. Boeing's been around since, et cetera. You know, it's like, well, yeah, we know. We know that they've only been here for 10 years, but know how much they've shaken up the whole industry. That's, has to say something about them. Haters gonna hate, right? So I think it's funny that that people actually take sides about these things and, as opposed to just being an overall space flight enjoyer. You know, that would be that would make more sense. That's how I do it too. I'm I I love SpaceX and I kind of steer towards SpaceX because it seems like they're making the most progress and doing the most innovative things. And that's always exciting. But I'm also a fan of all spaceflight. Lisa, thanks for subscribing. Lisa Hanley, thank you so much. Do you get to keep the seat? (laughs) That would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be really cool. It's like you get, you know, you pay for your seat on this flight. And then you get to, I don't know if you get to keep, you probably get to keep the suit, I'm assuming. Maybe not, though, because, you know, these flights might be, uh, I have to look into that. Do you get to keep your space suit? I'll ask Dr. Proctor. Dr. Proctor is pretty good on uh, Twitter about this stuff. Let's, let's ask her right now. Proctor, Dr. Proctor, Dr. Cyan
1: Proctor. Let's tweet it real quick.
0: Dr. Cyan Proctor, quick question. Did you get to keep your space suit?
1: Would be cool to just like make dinner
0: (laughs) make dinner lounge around the house house and like walk the dog in it while wearing it there you go so here it goes this is their tweet to dr proctor we'll see if she answers quick question did you get to keep your space suit would be cool to just like make dinner lounge around the house and walk the dog while wearing it There we go. Sent. (laughs) We'll see if, if she answers. That'd be amazing.
1: Uh, there's a little bit of a thing, guys. TFR has been issued for Starbase. Space operations for December 1st through December 31st. Okay, so it's just a renewal. I was just, I just got alert about that.
0: Uh, let's see. November thirtieth through December thirty-first, so it's just it's a whole month of space operations. So it's just for the starbase area, okay. Um, I heard that the U suits are used for training new crew. Oh, that makes that would make sense. Aren't they all custom fit though? So basic starship just a shell, engines in orbital. Uh, orbit capability costs as much as one of the four sls engines they use for their booster basically yeah starship is cheap
1: is as, as far as
0: uh, you know as far as space goes, goes starship, starship is going to be ridiculously cheap tfr must mean a boost static test yeah, possibly because it's, it's there. So the next couple of days are going to be insanely cool. Hopefully, hopefully it works out. I mean, it's from November 30th through December 31st. So it's a, it's a big range. So there's a possibility that, uh, you know, it's just it starts December 31st or just issued uh, November 27th and starts December 1st, uh, through the 31st of december altitude is ten thousand feet so uh yeah should be should be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of days and then because the the road closures are coming up but also the whole month of december they have to do these tests anyway because faa is going to be ready to roll december 31st I can see not making you a suit until you pass training. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could see it depends on the, depends on the, uh, the flight as well, because NASA is okay with, with paying for a space suit for, for training and for flight. But I'm sure they have a training suit and they have a flight suit, probably a different suit.
1: It's a good question though.
0: Yeah. Thomas Garner hit me up with the, uh, hit me up with that TFR. Thanks, Thomas. is starship large enough to hold the hubble it is i don't know exactly if it can fit perfect i think it can fit in there
1: let me see how big the starship fairing is just to see just to make sure i believe it is but we'll see Uh, payload volume height is 59 feet
0: and 30 feet diameter size of Hubble. I mean, yeah, I think it'll, I'm pretty sure it has a lot of, uh, 43 feet long. I knew it was pretty long and 14 feet diameter. Yeah. So it'll fit. I thought it was like 50 something feet, but it's 43 feet long. So yeah. So it'll fit. We have about 16 feet ish length and uh 15 ish feet diameter. So yeah, well, SpaceX make an EVA suit. They've talked about it. Elon said he'd be happy to look into it. So it's possible they do in the future.
1: So there's a possibility as a
0: probability that, um, you know, NASA contracts them to do some space suits, some UVA suits
1: in the future. Moon suits, how
0: cool would it be if you're, I mean, this is, this is another thing too. If you, if you have astronauts
1: going to the moon. The whole SLS thing, the
0: whole Artemis program, the whole uh, docking with the moon station, and then going down to the surface on a starship. Wouldn't you want your spaceship suit, your space suit, to integrate with your starship? Because that's the suit you're going to be wearing while you're on the moon. So you want that suit to completely integrate with your starship. I'm assuming that's what they want. So uh, possibly, I mean, it's totally possible that SpaceX builds the next suits.
1: Nothing from Dr. Proctor yet. Excuse me. So the TFR
0: for Brownsville, Texas, temporary restriction, December first at 0001 UTC to December thirty first, from the surface up to and including ten thousand feet MSL. This is not a flight test. This is for ground test events only. So this is for the next month. Yeah, ground events only.
1: This is a no flight zone. Uh thro- or like a basic uh TFR. So yeah, pretty cool.
0: Pretty cool that Uh, It's a monthly renewal of SpaceX's standing TFR, which covers all ground test events. This is not a flight TFR.
1: So it's not, you know, it's basically. Guarantees SpaceX that they can do tests on the ground.
0: But not so bulky as NASA presently approved. Yeah, the NASA suits are big. I mean, they kind of, I mean, I don't know if they have to be that big, but they have, they're pretty big. They're quite large. Even if NASA doesn't have SpaceX build suits, it's in their interest to make their own EVA suits. I agree, John. I totally agree. I think they should. Um, if they can get them approved by NASA and the governing bodies, then yes, I think they could use them. Hello from Tampa, Florida. Hello from Brownsville, Texas starbase studio b uh but i expect a mini probe that can operate with its own arms to take over primary eva which for space eva is great last option it shouldn't be the first choice yeah i so i'm i'm a big proponent of robots i love robots i think it's a really cool idea to send robots to planets really cool idea to send robots to mars to the moon etc i think that's uh, I think that's our first choice. No possibility of orbital tests until EPA closes. Yeah, Rocky, you're right. You are exactly right. There's not going to be any orbital, no flight tests until uh, next year. Yeah, I'm a huge proponent of robots, of mechs, whatever you want to call them. Uh, but I also think that, you know, it, how long does it take for a robot to pick up a rock and look at it? Could take weeks for a robot to do that and if you're a person you just kind of bend over pick it up look at it go huh this is cool put it in your bag take it back for uh, clarification check it out
1: pretty cool Remember
0: NASA experimenting with robots in the ISS, Michael. I saw a thing the other day. You know, it was on a Netflix documentary about robots and AI. About that same thing, and I remember, you know, I've seen them in the past as well. But there are robots on the on the. Uh, you know, there have been robots on the ISS, and it's super cool. You know, uh, you have your little buddy. You know, they have a little face. They talk to you. And there was a really sad moment, which I can't remember which astronaut it was, but the, uh, they asked the astronaut, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, or what are you going to miss the most of the ISS? And the astronaut said, uh, they're going to miss the robot. They, they miss leaving uh, They're They're going to feel bad leaving their, their robot up in space. And I was like, <laughs> like, st- I was like, oh my God, I got emotional. It was like two o'clock in the morning when I was watching this thing. I was like, that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Leave your little robot buddy in space. You'll never see him again. That's sad. I I laughed though. Like I was like, that is the saddest, cutest thing. <laughs> We can be on mars or the moon and control robots from safety of the capsule from orbit they never have to land yeah jet exactly that's another thing we can control the robots from like really close by which is great we could also have a base there you know we could have a base on mars or the moon and we could control robots from inside that base so the robot could bring it back like it could go pick up a rock. Put it in its container bring it back to the base there could be facilities in the base where we could check out the rock see what its uh, composition is and then send the robot back out to do more work while you're examining it ever met ocean camp guy he's something else kevin i've driven past him um i've driven past him once or twice and he's i'm always going it seems like he's always going someplace or Coming someplace and I'm always going the opposite way. So I haven't stopped to talk to Paul yet. But I have seen him down there. And I've only been down here for about a month and a half, two months, about two months now. So. Yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll run into him. Same with uh, Jessica Kirsch. I'll, I'll meet up with Jessica at some point. We have plans to meet up and hang out at Starbase and chat and stuff. So. Uh, go hang out with her. She's cool. Her, her channel is really cool. So yeah, go check her out. She does a lot of live streams. If you're feeding for a live stream that has an actual host and not just robots, then Jessica's uh, probably my favorite. Talking about must neural link to a semi-autonomous robot.
1: That'd be cool.
0: Stefan, how you doing? Guys, I got to leave in a couple minutes here, but I appreciate you stopping by, swinging by and hanging out. Look at that. The sun is setting down here in Bronzeville at Boca Chica. Setting soon, I should say. The sun's going down, though. It gets dark pretty early here. Welcome to winter. (laughs) JB's afraid of aliens. (laughs) Jeff, Who? They will have their own suits. Just one suit would cost them 50 times more than their own and uh, force reliance on outside vendors. They despise due to complexity. Yeah. It, outside vendors for SpaceX Is the worst option because everything should be integrated. It's like having an apple phone, you know, it's like having a phone with its own ecosystem. It makes sense. You know, why would you rely on an outside vendor? To design different parts of your phone. I know they do, you know, the internals, of course, are built by other companies, but it's all built and designed by Apple in one place, like just like SpaceX, those SpaceX would build all the things. But it's easier to manufacture everything in house, plus they already manufacture their own suits. So they have the facilities there to start with. So they could do it themselves. I guess the Apple thing was a really bad example. Take that back. It'd be dark in another hour. Yeah. Um, how long do you think the orbital launch mount to be complete? I'm not sure. Hopefully by the end of this month, hopefully by the end of December, I should say. Um, because then they'll be ready for, uh, ready for flight. When the FAA. Says go go go. Because right now it looks like ship twenty is ready. Uh, Booster four with its twenty nine Raptors looks pretty like looking looking really good in really good shape. Booster five uh, stacked up. No Raptors that we know of yet on there. Ship twenty one is in the mid bay. Uh, a few more parts left to go on that so you know once ship 20 sails booster 5 and ship 21 should be should be just plop it on the the spots test it out uh booster 6 and 7 are also pretty you know they're they're getting built booster 6 has you know a couple parts on it already um couple couple stacks there ship 22 is still you know being built too in the mid bay So ship 21 still needs its uh, bottom flaps and a piece near the nose. Not sure what the ring is called, but uh, it needs that. And it needs its skirt as well. So ship 21 is pretty close. Uh, OLM it's getting there. So I'm, I'm guessing. uh, I'm guessing by the end of this month, OLM will be pretty close or the end of December. Sorry. Must contract the Hollywood designer of Marvel DC superhero suits for the Draco suits. Yeah. And they look awesome. Don't forget the SpaceX has to coordinate repairs from their own mission control. Houston isn't involved. Yeah. That's the big one, right? If something happens, sharing of ideas is always a good thing. Sharing of, uh, information is always a good thing, but if you have the engineers that built the things, Bob, I'm just leaving in a couple minutes here. So you got here. Nice. Welcome. 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 So if I-, I love the idea of sharing of sharing of information, of course, share it with NASA, share it with everybody involved with the project, but also have your engineers. If you're SpaceX work on your suits, if something happens. Because if you know, if you know a part inside and out, it's like giving somebody like I'm a coder. So if somebody gives me a code, gives me a bunch of code that's not commented, I don't know where to look. I don't know where to look where any what anything is. So knowing that SpaceX works. You know, in-house for all these things. Uh, super important for them to continue to do that. I reckon SpaceX is secretly developing an EVA suit. Yeah, it's possible they are. I mean, I'm sure they're, they're toying around with it. Because why not? You know, there's no reason why not to.
1: So... During this whole
0: time that I've been down here, you know, I've only been here for about a month, uh, but I've been boosting up the studio space and like kind of rebuilding everything from scratch because uh, back in New York, I had had my little room, you know, my little, little studio room. I had a major upgrade moving down here. Luckily, I've had a major upgrade and I'm um, in a much better spot than I was when I was up in New York. So Um, you know, I, that's what I'm going to be focusing on for the next month or so is studio stuff and making better videos, making more videos, making more informed videos, uh, better editing, things like that. And just kind of mastering, mastering more of the craft of creating content. So, uh, we should have better content coming in the future. Got a little bit of hardware picked up before I moved down here so I could film and everything down to Starbase. So that's all taken care of. And I have uh, for the launch, for the orbital launch, I have a whole studio set up that I plan on using. So we should, in theory, I'm saying in theory because there's always something that might go wrong. But in theory, um, we should have a really good live feed for the for the launch. So stay tuned for that. That should be really cool. Um, but I got to take off, guys. I appreciate you guys stopping by. It's been really fun. I love chatting with you guys. I love interacting and hanging out and, you know, shooting the breeze with everybody. So yeah, thank you for, for tuning in a uh, new video on Monday. So we're going to have a new video on Monday on the channel and working on another kind of top secret video that's going to be coming out. Um, Jessica Harris lives out of a trailer. She suffered through quite a bit since moving to Brownsville. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's hardcore, man. I love what she's doing. I think she's doing great work. And the last couple feeds, like last couple streams she's had been great, great streams. So, yeah, going to be taking off, guys. I appreciate you. Let's uh, maybe do this again tomorrow. That sounds like fun. All right. Take care, everybody. Hope your holidays were great and you're having a great day and i'll see you all next time all right bye bye everybody